What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of the Tea with KG. I'm your host, Kaylee Grace. We are here to spread the sparkle, and you guessed it, it is our fourth installment of the Sex with Shauna series. We've got our girl back in the house for this beautiful month of May, and I know you're all sick of hearing me say it's birthday month, but I'm never going to stop. I love to celebrate, and it is birthday month. So for this month's episode i know you all know we do a beautiful giveaway each installment well this one she gonna be extra sparkly extra exciting because we're celebrating not only birthday month but all of you beautiful listeners who tune in with us each week each month for this series and we're just really really grateful we want to extend that gratitude and that love and that energy to all of you so Stay tuned because we're not going to tell you what you're getting until the, well, nope, nope, not even going to say when we're going to say it. So then you have to listen to the whole episode. I almost said when we were going to say it. I'm like, no, you're not skipping to that part. (laughs) So it's going to be a surprise, surprise when we say what the giveaway is and how you can get in. But just know you do not want to miss it. So listen in to this entire episode and you will know how to get in. And just so you're aware of what we're talking about today, it's Q&A day. So you have submitted your questions to Shauna and myself. Shauna has compiled some beautiful, awesome questions. We have a really good variety of different topics and you asked and our sexpert answered. So (laughs) all of the goods, she's got it for us. We're gonna get juicy. It's gonna be playful and fun and also informative because learning should be fun, right? So I'm so excited to have you back, my love. Here is our girl, Shauna. I'm so, so happy to be back here celebrating you for birthday month, celebrating everyone. I am so, so touched with how many questions came forward when we put this out. And like you said, just the best questions. I'm so thrilled. And on top of all of this excitement that we're celebrating, it's also Masturbation May. So what better way to celebrate than to do a little sexy Q&A, yeah? I love that. Okay, May, or let's just say it right now. May is the best month ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we good. getting juicy in all kinds of ways this month. <laughs> well, and it's spring, and it's just that, like, fresh energy, and I don't know about you, the sun that we've been having, and not so much today because it's rainy, but the sun that we've had the last few days has just done the best things for my mental health, for my sexual health, for all of the things. So good. Right. Oh my God. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause like I feel it and like everyone's feeling it. Like English Bay was popping on Saturday. It was, I mean, it does get busy here in the summer, but it was almost as busy as like when the fireworks and stuff are here. Like it was really, really busy. I was very surprised, but it's been so doom and gloom up in here. And I'm like, I'm a sunshine baby. Like I need some light. Give me that vitamin D. <laughs> Give me all a double entendre. Of course, vitamin Z. <laughs> 
we're gonna have fun today guys i can feel it but yeah i i agree it's that freshness that sun just all of it and i just love when you can feel it collectively it's just like mm. okay i love it all right well let's dive right in so question one was what can you do to not lose your sensuality when you've been single and having no sex? Oh, so this is such a great question. And actually, it came to me right after we recorded our sensuality episode last time, but before the episode had aired. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, I think it was episode 59. 59. Yeah, 59. 59. So head on back and listen to that. But I do have a couple of tips as well, just in terms of connecting to your body, coming home to your body. So one of the things that I love to, to talk about is how do you take the things that you're already doing and find a way to like amp them up, to find a way to make them juicy, to add that intention to them so that you're having these little like micro breaks of sensuality throughout your day. Yes, I love that. Yeah. So when you're in the shower, how are you enlivening your senses, right? Like, what are you smelling? Can you smell the shampoo? Can you smell the soap on your body? What does that feel like as you're like rubbing yourself into your body or feeling the water hit your body? Um, Maybe the water hitting your body from your shower (laughs) head or from other little elements, right? What does it look like when the water is dripping over your curves? It's hot. Really tuning in. And just bringing yourself back into the moment of like, I am a sexy creature. How do I breathe into that? Music, dance is a great way of just coming into your body, right? Beginning to allow your body to move. We're, we're very much sedentary individuals a lot of the time lately, right? We're at our desk, we're on our phone, we're doing whatever. Maybe we're going for a walk or something. But how often are we, especially when we're not engaging in you know, intimacy, how often are we intentionally moving our body in such a way that that energy is flowing? Oh, yes, honey. Like move your hips, get in, start just like feeling into the way your body intuitively wants to move. Mm -hmm. And that is a great way of getting connected as well. Yes. Um, Okay. I have to jump in on that because I love everything you're saying. The dancing is one of like the hottest things ever. Like when you truly connect to your gorgeous being And like Shauna said, like move those hips, like just feel it. And don't worry about looking stupid. Feel yourself and like your body will do the rest and it's going to look hot. Like you're going to look hot and spicy. And I also love when you were like, how does the water look going down those curves? I'm like, damn. I'm like, yes. And also this is just a quick add in. I don't have one, but I want one. You can get like eucalyptus bundles for your shower. And I feel like that would be magical. Okay, Shauna, hook I, me up. <laughs> I also will do that with lavender. I, I grow a ton of lavender, so I'll actually bundle it up and sometimes together even and just tie it upside down in the shower and the steam will just, yeah. it's magical. It is I so, want that. So yes. And like, it's a beautiful, natural way to just heighten your senses. Cause like, I'm very in touch with my senses as is Shauna, like smell, touch, feel everything, all of it, integrate all that in. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, and one of the things that you said when you were talking about dancing, you're like, feel yourself. And when you say that, like legit, feel yourself, let your hands run over your body, right? Just like fall in love with yourself, date yourself, touch yourself the way that you would with a partner. Yeah. Because no one's going to love you the way that you do. Yeah. Feel that ass. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Use the time to just fully connect to your body for your pleasure 
for, and not have the need to, to incorporate somebody else. Yeah. Right. Oh, so that up. Yes. That's one of my favorite things yeah. to do in my apartment. And like, it's hot to watch yourself in the mirror. Sometimes you're like, damn, I look good. Like this is a hot move. So you don't need anyone to be in touch with that, but it can also boost your confidence if it's something you're not sure on. So whenever you are with someone, you'd be like, oh, I know I look good. I watched myself dance in that mirror. So watch out. Here she comes. Like, <laughs> I know this will be airing kind of later in the month of May, but please, again, for your listeners, if this is interesting to you at all, send me off an email or reach out to me on Instagram because I do for the month of May as a celebration of Masturbation May. I'm running a 30-day guide totally free right now for how to connect to your your body to your pleasure and to release that shame. And just a little teaser, one of the exercises that we'll have already run by now is actually about using a mirror to connect with yourself uh, <laughs> and just that it. So of course it is, Shauna. on that email <laughs> list, but of course she would have guessed that. Amazing. Oh my God, it's always the way. Always, always like this episode again is just full of the alignments and synchronicities as we'll get into as we keep going. But I am so here for that. And again, pulling into that, it's empowering, like knowing your body, moving it. And dance is like, it's ingrained in us, like from the beginning of time of human beings, like dance has been used for so many different things. So tapping into that movement it should feel natural i know they say not everyone can dance but i disregard that i think everyone can dance and do what feels right for you i am awkward as fuck when it comes to moving <laughs> i have no rhythm it, it's not good but i tell you when i get into slowing down and releasing that need to perform right? Getting into your body for you. And that goes with dance, that goes with sex, that goes with anything. Releasing that need to perform and coming into yourself is one of the most sensual acts, in my opinion, humanly possible. Preach. And I believe that when you like, literally what you just said, when you come into yourself, that's like, it, it wasn't until I quieted the outside noise and stopped worrying about my not that you're not worrying about your partner, of course, you're wanting to please your partner. But I mean, like, what do I look like? Oh, what's my roles doing? Am I j all that bullshit? When you let that go, because your partner loves looking at you, like it does not matter. They are into it. So stop worrying about what you look like. You're a gorgeous goddess being, own it. And when you connect into that being of yourself, like that's when the best play and orgasm and everything happens because you're so in tune with your being. And like, it's just amazing. Well, and research, they've actually done research on what turns people on. And one of the key things in a partnered sexual experience that turns somebody on the most is watching how turned on their partner is. So when you're actually releasing all the shit and just feeling into your pleasure, chances are that is going to be more of a turn on than when you're faking it to make it to look like some kind of a porno. Exactly. It's literal facts. What you just said, facts. Right? <laughs> one more tip. I'm directing this. I mean, actually, a lot of your listeners, because they're your listeners, will probably appreciate this as well. But because I know the individual who sent this question in, a cool aid, if you will, that I just found on the Intimate Wellbeing website. You know that we love Intimate Wellbeing. They're oh, fantastic. Yes. Women run. We will shout them really out. Well. Yes. All day, every day, we Anything. are shouting them out. <laughs> yes. 
They give all of our, all of my customers, which I pass on to you guys at 20% off any order over $69 at their website, intimatewellbeing.com code Fraser Valley sex therapist at checkout. Kaylee will pop that below, but mm -hmm. I just found this on their website. I haven't purchased it yet. It is in my cart. It's coming soon. <laughs> I'm like, what? It <laughs> yes. Give me the puns all day long. They'll never get old. <laughs> Absolutely. So they have now crystal wands and I've seen them given through, um, different, do you mean, do you different mean like, companies. Do you mean crystal? Like, like crystal. Stop it. Like they have it in Jade and they have it in Rose Quartz. So they've got two different models. They're non-vibrating. They're just like, I don't want to say just a wand because what they do is they're actually designed to help you connect to slower, more sensual pleasure. So Ooh. in top of like literally channeling the fucking energy of what these crystals are designed for. I mean, you got your rose quartz. It's all about love. self. Literally, what have we given away every single episode? We're giving away rose quartz. Well, I should have known about this product. Oh my God. I just found it this week. And I was like, holy shit. Amazing. And then yeah. you've got Jade, which is great for like connection and abundance and all of these beautiful things. And they, they have them in wands. They have them in two different kinds of wands, sorry. And they have them in Yoni eggs as well. So if you're looking to up your sensual practice, I highly recommend going, checking them out. This yeah. is the best just, thing I've ever heard. Little... Yeah. And of course they it's this company. So like they know, they know what's up. They know what we want. Okay. I, my mind is blown. I did not know that was a thing. I'm like, let's go to stop the recording. Let's go to the website right now. <laughs> okay, I'll give you a review as soon as they come. I'm real stoked about it. Oh, and Shauna, she does the damn thing with the reviews. So I always just wait. I'm like, she's going to do the work and tell me what's up. And then I'll know <laughs> the hard work. <laughs> I say that in air quotes. Such a tough job. So, so. Oh my God. I love it. So question number two, how can I talk to my partner about wanting to try something new? This is a good question. This is a good question. So I just, I recently did a fuck around Friday on this topic because it's been coming up so often, but in a few different capacities. So one of the things that it was actually a homework assignment that I gave to one of my clients recently was to think about what is your learning style and what is your partner's learning style? Mm -hmm. So if you are somebody who is very visual, right? Maybe learning to explore your sexuality or different sexual practices might come really easily through watching pornography or, or finding some way to like visually see how things play out. Right. The same is if you're a really hands-on learner, sometimes going to a sex store to actually see the products, to touch and feel the products, or to like go to a sex party where you can try different things in different levels. Right. There we, yeah. I mean, out here in BC, uh, within the Vancouver area, there's so many fun like sex positive resources that you can go out and kind of dabble in if that's interesting to you. Yeah. And, and like that sexpo you went to too, right? That like it was a yeah, huge sex show was amazing. Mm. Really great way to dip your toes into practices that maybe you don't know if it's something that you would be interested in or not. But like I always say, you don't know what you don't know. So you gotta fuck around and find out. Or right? you have yes. to find ways to dip your toes. That's if right. it's something that's interesting, get out there and do the research in a way that feels good to you. And then when it comes to presenting it to your partner really try to work to what their learning style is too. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but 
if somebody presents me with an idea and it feels very outside of my comfort zone, I'm, I am so, con- I don't want to say controlling, but very type A that like, I want to know what's going on. It helps me feel more grounded and balanced. Yeah. So if somebody brings me an idea and I can't really wrap my head around it because it's so outside of my norm, then my first reaction is no. And I think we <laughs> hear that a lot within sexual space, right? Is no, I don't want to try that. No, I've heard that it's scary. No, I heard that it hurts. No, that mm-hmm. goes against, you know, what, what I think to be normal. And I'm yep. using normal in quotations. You know that there is no norm to sexuality, mm-hmm. right? But when you present it in a way that aligns with their learning style and can actually give them almost like a script to walk through. So for example, if somebody were to come to you and say, I really want you to be more dominant, right? That could mean a hundred different things to somebody, yeah. right? Somebody could hear you say like, Does that mean you want me to push you up against the counter and make out with you? Does that mean you want me to tie you to the bed? Does that mean that you want me to put you in a cage and leave you there for three days? Yeah, lots of levels. There's so many levels of play within that. So that can be very scary. And and people can be very resistant to that. So being able to actually find a way to, to show your partner what you mean can help take away some of that uncertainty. And it can also help, I mean, it can feel really awkward to do things that we're not used to, right? So even when your partner may want to come along for the ride and and do something to make you happy, if they don't know, they might be a bit more resistant and awkward. And if you're feeling awkward during sex, then chances are you might not keep it going. That's right. right? I love the idea of giving somebody the option of like, let's play out this scene in a porn that I found that really turns me on. This is what I like about it. This is what I'm not interested in, but let's just play out this piece. And that gives somebody the ability to be like, okay, so I have a step-by-step guide of how you want this to play out. What it is that you're actually looking for. It takes away the guessing game, Mm. right? So that obviously comes with a lot of trust, right? To be able to feel comfortable coming forward and talking to your partner there's some really great resources online and I'm happy again, send me an email or send me a message and I'm happy to forward those along, but looking at just lists of different intimacy ideas that are out there and sitting with your partner and saying like, which of these are you totally down for? Which are these are a fuck? No, not a chance. (laughs) Which of these are like a maybe given the right circumstances. Mm -hmm. Right. And I suggest like my husband and I sit down probably once or twice a year and go through the list together all the time because our wants and our needs have changed. And as you get more comfortable talking about sex or engaging, trying new things, then you might be more willing to waver sometimes. Yeah. It's great. You said that about like the more you try, the more open. And I think that that can relate to life. Like the more open you are, the more likely your brain's going to be like learning that openness is, it's a good thing. And wanting more of that. I love that so much. And it's really interesting how you said to learn like what was their learning style. I think also like communication style, those can go hand in hand together when you're approaching your partner with whatever it may be. But those are some great suggestions there. Like Shauna has given you the visual way if you're hands on. And it's important, I think, to know your own learning style as well as your partner's because like it just can result in better communicating being able to get your point across and not be shut down because that's discouraging too. If you approach something you may be kind of scared to approach about and then it gets shut down right away, that that can be tough. So I love that. You gave so many awesome like ways to integrate it in. That's great. Well, 
communication, like you said, is such an important element of this, right? Really mm-hmm. making sure that you're approaching these not from a place of you never do this for me. Yes. You, you never want to try something new, but to really just approach it from a place of curiosity and say, you know what? This is something that is really, really interesting to me. This is what I like about it. Right. Again, taking away that air of mystery or like that, that, that fear, right. It's yeah. not like you're saying that you're less than your partner's less than because they haven't been doing this for you all along or anything like that, but just coming to it from a place of play and curiosity and saying, let's try something new. And if we like it, fantastic. And if we don't like it, well, we tried something new and next time we won't do it again. Right. Like yeah. being open and willing to try and to have that conversation. And again, when you hear resistance, because it's very common that resistance comes up, ask questions. Again, not yeah. from a place of defense, but from a place of getting to know what about this feels like a no to you. Mm-hmm. Why Why are you maybe not comfortable with this? Is there a place we can meet in the middle yeah. so that maybe you are comfortable or a way that we can try to work around it? Yes, the more, you, exactly. And I just- exactly and I love that you and your hubby do that like a couple times a year just like go through like that's so cool and like I feel like just I'm gonna take it outside the scope again like just being in a relationship in general like I'm not saying it's always work in a bad way but in order to have a conscious relationship with someone that communicating and openness is so vital and so key because that's how you evolve together like you learn because we're all going to change we're all going to grow we're all going to evolve and that's freaking beautiful i'm here for that but if you want to have that conscious relationship with your partner like integrating these things in i mean if there's never it's never too late so don't think oh god it's been we've been together this long i can't no no anytime but it just creates that openness and i want to know all the things with my partner i'm like tell me more like let me know your soul like i want all of it so it'll just deepen your connection in the whole sense of your relationship too and because sex is a huge part of a relationship for me it is anyway my personal experience i love that because it's we've talked about this before but it's not just physical it's like all of the things the spiritualness the emotionalness and just like you feel safe with your person. And again, like I say very often, I quote Emily Morse um, from a sex educator down in the States is timing turf and tone, right? Do it outside of the bedroom when you're in a relaxed state, when you're just casually having conversation. And again, have these conversations frequently. So they come a little bit easier, right? Yeah, I love that. And one of the rules, actually, my husband had brought it up the other day and I love that he said it because it's something that I don't think it's talked about nearly often enough that it was enough that I was like huh wow I'm actually super surprised that you said this but his thing was for for him a value for him is if I'm going to ask you to do something I have to be willing to do the same thing for you Mm -hmm. and for him that was such a sign of respect to say that that you know what I'm not going to put you in a position that I wouldn't want to be in as well So really, again, being mindful of that, if you're asking your partner to try something new, you have full right to ask and they have full right to say no. And if it should never feel coercive, they should never be obligated in any capacity to do that. 
obviously we want to be using our communication and connecting in such a way that we both leave that conversation feeling good and we compromise. If it is a hard no, we find a way that we can support each other and still feel good, but really make sure that, that it's coming from a good place. I hear that far too frequently that people, how do I make my partner do this? And it's like, mm, no, you don't. No, you we don't, don't make so. exactly everything is consensual and it's like it takes well I don't want to say just two to tango because some people have more partners than that that's cool but yeah absolutely okay. has to always have that that safety both parties are there and willing and absolutely love that you said that Alrighty, so we are on to the next question. This one we actually got quite often. So I'm very intrigued to hear what Shauna has to say with this one. What are your thoughts on pelvic floor health and its impact on sex? Yes, so I will be the very first person to say pelvic floor health is not necessarily my forte. Any medical concerns that you have, please, by all means, go talk to an OBGYN, get, you know, a medical assessment done. That is not what we're here to talk about today, but there are certain elements that we can talk about. So I looked it up. This is information coming through University of Pittsburgh School of Health Science. So I just, I wanted to make sure that I, I got you the information from reputable sources, yes. right? The thing with pelvic floor health, and we talk about it a lot, we hear about it a lot, is Kegels. Do yes. your Kegels, <laughs> your pelvic floor, we almost instantly connect Kegels. And that can be part of it. But we all, what we don't realize is our pelvic floor can either be too loose, right? The muscles can be really loose, which is when we want to tighten them up. When that's the case, you might have like incontinence. So that's, we kind of get the the image of like sneezing when you pee or a woman oh. jumping on a trampoline and peeing a little bit, right? I didn't know it there was a word be... for that. What's the word again? I didn't know yeah. there was a word. <laughs> oh, yeah. when you can't hold it new, right? When you... huh. There you go. <laughs> so that um, the loosening of those muscles can come from a few different things. Pregnancy, childbirth, just aging. As we age, that whole area can kind of loosen up and shift, right? As we know hormone changes, and then overall weakness of the muscles. Core health, your, your actual core abdominal health can, can totally play a role in that too. So if those muscles are weak, if those muscles are loose, that doesn't mean that your pussy is loose. That is not the case, but those pelvic floor muscles are loose. It can lead to decreased sensation with sexual activity, can delay your sexual arousal. So side note, Men have pelvic floors as well. So these, like, aside from the childbirth pieces, right? <laughs> very, very common. So penis owners can have difficulty maintaining an erection or both can have difficulty achieving orgasm oh, as well. Wow. So very curious. And I think when we think of pelvic floor issues, we think of the weak muscles. The side note of that that we don't often talk about is what can happen when the pelvic floor is too tight or too strong. And let me tell you, for anyone who actually deals with tight vaginal muscles, a tight pelvic floor, tight does not equal good. Tight equals a fuck ton of pain. So it can actually get to the point, there's a diagnosis of vaginismus that is when the muscles are so tight that penetration just can't happen. Like wow. not a finger, not a tampon. Like it's just so tight. So Whoa. there's a whole process to being able to loosen that up. And tightness in that area 
too strong of a pelvic floor, if you will, can come from a few different things as well. Stress being a key one, especially for vulva owners, we hold so much stress. And I've talked about this, I think almost every episode, we hold our stress, we hold our tension in our hips and in our pussies. So if you're clenching a lot, as many vulva owners tend to do, that can really over tighten. Um, Habitually holding your bladder or your bowels So if you have to pee and you're like, oh, let me just work for 10 more minutes and 10 more minutes turns into two more hours consistently over and over again, that can cause tightness. You're not like making room for bathroom breaks. If you think about what goes into doing a Kegel, how do we teach people to do Kegels? It's practice when you pee, hold your pee, literally stop your pee midstream. So when you think about it that way, you're literally constricting it. And when you're holding your bladder all the time, it's like doing a long Kegel. So people are like, oh yeah, I'm working out. It's like, no, honey, you are, you're fucking yourself up. So (laughs) you are fucking yourself up. (laughs) Go to the bathroom. Do not hold your body hostage. No, and not to to mention like what else that's doing to your body. Like I can remember as a child, my mom's a nurse. So she always was like, don't hold your pee. Like if you need to go to the bathroom, like go to the bathroom. Smart lady. (laughs) That's why. Right? (laughs) Pelvic floor hall. Yes. So the pelvic floor injury that can be damaged for any number of things. Sexual trauma can be a big one that we hold there too, uh, along with other trauma, any um, pain or injury that you may have had there can cause pain there too. So If those muscles are overactive, chances are you're going to notice pain with penetration and even pain with orgasm as well. So obviously we want to, we want to be able to cope with that. So some things that you can do to actually manage that again, if your pelvic floor is weak, then doing Kegels can really help. That's like I said, when you're going to pee, that's a perfect time to try is just to try and stop your pee midstream. A really, for some people, it's hard to connect to the muscles within that area. So one thing that a trick that I was taught along the way is if you actually focus on clenching your anus, it will, inst- it'll do a key. Oh, I'm trying that right now. <laughs> like, hey, it's like, I, I'm doing Kegels while you're talking, but then I was like, I never thought about clenching my butt too. <laughs> Punch your anus and you're, you're, you'll do a Kegel as well. So. That's true. <laughs> Facts. See, <it's- laughs> 10 out of 10. Recommend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also get like weighted. I, but j- okay. Like- I'm so sorry. People are going to be like, does she ever stop quoting sex in the city? But no, it's like, <laughs> they're, they're looking through a magazine. They're actually, this is when they're talking about Kegels. They're like vagina weights. And then of course, I mean, my vagina weights for no one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they come in actually like different weights. So you can use them as like vaginal trainers, if you will. You pop them up inside and just kind of hold them in there. Yoni eggs are another one that you can put in. Please be just mindful of the quality of products that you're putting inside your body. Make sure they're body safe products. Make sure that they're easily accessible for you to remove as well. A lot of uh, the yoni eggs, especially, there's a space on it that you can put a string, almost like a tampon string, so that they're easy to remove. Nice. Um, And then, yeah, just kind of hold them in. They're really good for meditative practices, but you don't want to be using them all day, right? Mm -hmm. So just short little stints. 
On the flip side of that, if your muscles are too tight, your pelvic floor is too tight, there are some ways that you can actually work on that as well. Highly recommend with either of these issues, getting connected to a really good pelvic floor physiotherapist, which I honestly just learned that these existed a couple of years ago and they are fantastic. Such a great resource, especially if you can find one who is just warm and welcoming and lovely as I think anyone who's going into your nether region should be. Yes. Um, but if there is tightness there, they can actually use almost like massage, like hands-on therapy to, if there's like scar tissue uh, or tightness, they can kind of like relieve the stress and massage some of that away and help to recognize where the issues are stemming from. If you're not pooping regularly, that can be pushing against vaginal walls as well, which can also oh. impact pain in those areas. So wow. just being mindful of that. The other thing that you can do is you can buy what's called dilators. And this is really helpful. Again, if you go back to the concept of like vaginismus, where you're really so tight that it hurts to insert anything. And the dilators start really small and you get a set of them. They work up a little bit bigger diameter over time. And you would just lubricate them up really, really well. And just slowly insert one at a time. It's almost like I think of it when you see like stretchers in your, somebody's yeah. ears, right? They don't just go from like a regular piercing to a huge one. You have to stretch it over time. It's That's right. low and slow. Like I always say. Yes. Right? Yes. So if anyone bleaches their hair, also make sure your hairstylist says low and slow, honey. Low and slow. But going a little bit at a time to build up that, that muscle release. There's also some cool research right now looking at the use of vibration with the tightness as well, because the vibration will actually work to draw in blood flow and to release yeah. some of those muscles. Well, and so, think of like I what mean, a chiropractor or a massage therapist, they'll sometimes do that on your back because your muscles are so tight. Yeah. Yeah. So even starting with like a tiny bu uh, bullet vibe, right? Just a small, something really tiny, again, lubing it really well and just allowing it to kind of sit in and, and slowly open up could be uh, beneficial too. Wow. So lube will always be my answer. I mean, for every question, <laughs> but in cases like this, again, you want a really great, good quality lube to help support you through that and connect with your medical team, right? Yes. Yeah. Always, always bring in a good team. And if you don't feel comfortable with your medical team, fuck them and find somebody else, mm -hmm. right? I am done. It is 2023 and I'm done with women opening their legs for people who do not deserve to be there. That's and right. That goes for and that goes for your medical team too. If your medical team cannot be kind and caring and compassionate, the level of vulnerability it takes to go in and get that help, then they're not your team. That's right. And it might oh. be I, I say that in a place of privilege and I recognize that that not everyone has numerous professionals in their area, but I can tell you that having people dig around in there that you are not comfortable with is just causing more trauma to the area. In my I opinion, agree. I'm not I a doctor, agree. but I'm a team that you appreciate. Well, it's like, even if you take the medical portion out of it, any energy that you're not like, fuck yeah, about anywhere around you, even if it's not in an intimate setting, like even just like who you allow in your butt, like I'm a big, believer in that like if it's not a hell yeah and it's uncomfortable hell no <laughs> we don't need that also work with a sex therapist right sometimes again the pain the tightness is just coming from stored stress and trauma so if we can work through 
releasing some of that stress and trauma and shame, sometimes that can be enough to, to get the ball rolling as well. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I've said this a million times. I'm sure you have as well, like trauma and different things that happen to us. It stores in the body. It could be your back. It could be your pelvic. It could be any, like I store a lot of tension in my back. It's like always tight. And I'm very like bendy and flexible. People are like, you don't ever get tight. I'm like, yes, I do. So that's so key. I'm so glad you said that because that's very, very valid and very true. Another great resource for anything pelvic floor related, because again, this is not my specialty. So as much as I can offer you information, I'm the first to say, hey, go to people who know more. On Instagram, there is a wonderful educator. She goes by vagina rehab doctor, all one word. She offers so many great resources, lots of different stretches that you can do to support your pelvic floor for either end of that pelvic floor. Um, and I think she also offers some like class offerings too. So wow, just a, another resource if you're looking for some, yeah. some information. Alrighty. So this next question is super fun. How can I up my blowjob game? And it's so funny. This question came through because I was literally just talking to my partner and being like, I feel so empowered when I do this for you and I love it. And I always have enjoyed it. And I'm like, I want to tell the masses, like find your power in giving a blowjob because you're the one in control, honey. Like you're the one doing the pleasure, making the things happen and empowering. That's literally the only word I have for it. So that's my Ted talk. I want to spread that word to the masses, find your power within it because it could be magical. I often joke that the key to changing the world is a hell of a blowjob. Right? Um, <laughs> I, it's funny because I have over the years um, had this conversation with so many of my guy friends, like my colleagues, um, guys in my circle. I'm always asking like, what makes a really good blowjob? Right? Like what, what is the biggest tip that you could give? And I would say 99.99% of the time, it's a one word answer. And that answer is enthusiasm. And that goes to exactly what you're saying. If you don't want to be there doing it, it is not going to be enjoyable. But if you no. are somebody who can find enjoyment in providing that level of pleasure, it ups your blowjob game tenfold. Mm -hmm. uh, ways that you can do that. A lot of people don't like giving a blowjob. I'm with you. I, I love it. But a lot of people don't like it for a few different reasons. One of the biggest reasons that I think I hear is just pain in the neck, shoulders, jaw area. So if you're getting pain in those areas, I just want to encourage you, like you don't have to be sucking dick the entire time to give a great blowjob right? Some of the best tools that you can use are your hands, get your hands involved. So you want to be, you know, incorporating the testicles, the testicles get left out often during blowjobs. You can also, you know, reach around, you've got your ass there, you've got the taint area, which is that area kind of behind the, the scrotum before the anus, being able to apply some pressure there. Um, that is also a it's filled with so many nerve endings as is the anus. So I mean, incorporate play there too. But having a toy, so you can do something with a light vibration, take cues from your partner, have this conversation with your partner before you put any toys there, because it can be a very sensitive area. So you want to be able to make sure that they're comfortable. But adding a little bit of pressure or vibration can really start to target more of that like prostate area too without actually inserting 
So fantastic way to up it a little bit. The other piece is get it wet, get juicy. So you're in my brain. You're so in my brain. And I'm like, make sure you got a lot of spit going on. <laughs> If you're using a good quality lube, that can go in your mouth. So my favorite lube, you guys hear me talk about it all the time, is Okanagan Joy. I get from intimatewellbeing.com. So my discount works on this too. It is an all natural lube. It's not going to stain your sheets. It's fantastic. No taste. Put a drop or two of that in your mouth. And that is going to up the game as well. Also great for like giving a hand job. Add a little bit of lube to that too. Just because again, that lubricated... The, the moisture, it just makes it flow a little bit easier, mm-hmm. right? And if you use your hand and mouth at the same time, that's also magical. Yeah, absolutely. So moving your hand up and down, moving. And that also, as you're moving your hand and your mouth in tandem, that can keep it for people who struggle to go deep into their throat with a penis. Mm-hmm. It can kind of give that same sensation that that's what's happening, but without yeah. having to go past your past your job yeah and you can give yourself a little break like you know switch it up and keep it moving keep it changing play around with sensation play around with speed if your jaw is getting you know tired come off of that and just lick it a little bit yeah um side of the penis the underside of the head of the penis the frenulum super sensitive the head of the penis is very akin to like the clitoris on a woman So use your tongue to swirl around that, to play with that nice, long, slow licks up the shaft can be really uh, enticing as well. And Mm -hmm. it keeps your partner guessing. If you're doing the same thing for, you know, 10 minutes, that gets boring after a while for anybody. Yeah. And don't forget too about the other erogenous zones around the thighs. The inner thighs are so sensitive that when you're giving a blowjob, run your nails along there, right? (laughs) Like back of the thighs as well, amp up that sensation so that your partner is just constantly stimulated, right? Yeah. Another great way to, get, to look up, make eye contact, um, to give a blowjob in front of a mirror. So your partner is actually watching you blow them, yeah. which can amp. Hot. Yeah. And again, <laughs> the, the key to this is this is so bio-individual work with your partner, ask your partner, what is it? Give me like, what do, what do you like? What feels really good? Let me know and start to incorporate that into, because I can give you all the tips in the world, but they might not be what your partner's into. So by all means, have those conversations, talk about before you go into the bedroom, of course, but figure out ways to get feedback, right? Let me know what feels good, what you like, what you don't like, and then build your blowy routine around that. And obviously, <laughs> I love that. Well, and that's so mm-hmm. awesome that you said that too, because again, it brings it back to that communicating. It's always has mm-hmm. to be present, like that safety communication and knowing what's up. Because, like Shauna said, it is such an individualized thing, and it can be even like. Maybe one day that was awesome, but the next day it's like, no, thank you. Like, that's not what I'm feeling right now. So you got to play with it and get to, I think too, when you connect deeply, if you're with a partner, like you get to know those cues and you can feel their body, like you get more in touch. And I think that just ultimately deepens connection, which I think is such a key thing always. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing, when we're talking about oral sex, especially sex in general, but 
again, going back to my husband's advice on not asking your partner to do anything that you wouldn't want to do, right? Respecting your partner. If you are someone who wants to receive oral sex, make sure that you are clean and groomed. And that, that, that can be a reason why people don't like to give oral sex is because they've had a bad experience. Maybe they've had their head kind of rammed in there when they weren't enjoying it, right? Respect goes a very long way. And I think, I mean, the same way as anal sex can be a huge act of trust. If you're putting like your dick in my mouth, I have the power right now, right? Like if you're going to fuck around. So making sure that respect is there, that both people are enjoying it and on the same page is paramount. And that goes both ways with penis owners or Volvo owners, right? We want to make sure that it's taken care of. Preach. Yeah. Love that. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. That that is something that you and your partner are into that because that is an entire thing as well. But this Mm -hmm. is where those conversations are so important. Absolutely. So your takeaway from that blowjobs can change the world and find your power in giving a blowy. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. So next question is, I say this in air quotes, just because that's how it was given to us is crimaxing a real thing. This was such an interesting question to me. And I really like it because it's not one that I get often. So crimaxing, what I'm guessing the, and I'm making this assumption, what I'm assuming the writer was asking about is crying as you orgasm, right? So the answer is yes, it is. It can be a very typical thing. I'm always normal because again, what is normal? But for some people, when you think about an orgasm, an orgasm is a release. So it's this buildup of energy, um, this buildup of emotion. Oftentimes it can be like a release of stress. It can be a release of so many things. And sometimes that means crying. Sometimes that means laughing. It is so powerful to have that, especially when you've had a really good orgasm that you can just like feel come over you like a wave. Yeah. It's going to release in different ways. Our body releases trauma as well. Um, and I, I think of this, the, the Peter Levine analogy of like when a zebra is being chased through the savannah by a lion and then gets away, what does it do? It shakes, it shakes to release what was built up. Right. And to come back to homeostasis. And I think that orgasming can be very much the same thing, whether it's trauma or not. We have this buildup and we're so used to squeezing everything in and pushing everything down. Right. That sometimes afterwards we we, we just need to release that can come in the form of crying or laughing or shaking or all of the things. Very, very common, very typical Crimax away, friend. Yeah, giver. I love that. That makes so much sense because like you said, it literally is a release and that can take many forms and doesn't matter what form it comes in. It's still a release, honey. I love that. Alrighty. Next, why do I have kinks? So I think this can take place in many forms. And when we think about kinks, this could be like episode upon episode upon episode, we could talk about it, but there's so many different types of kinks out there that it's hard to kind of umbrella all of them. But I think for many people, what happens if we look at it just like very broad, very wide scope is when something feels really good sexually, we want to recreate it. Our brain says, Ooh, I like this. I want to do it again. So our our brain kind of like, remember how we talked about those pleasure pathways and strengthening those pleasure pathways? 
that can kind of happen with kinks too. So when you're in a moment where you have an orgasm and you're recognizing different elements of things that are around you. So if we were to use the attachment to lace, if you will, right? Like I really love lace and Mm -hmm. almost like a fetish. If you had really awesome sex and there is lace involved, your brain might begin to associate lace to that time that you had really awesome sex. So then going forward, when you're like, oh, I really want to like have an amazing orgasm, your brain's like, "Mm, but remember that time that lace was involved? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so bring on the lace. That can also take place through power and control dynamics is another huge kink that we talk very much about how that one can come about for many different reasons too. The release of control, how freeing, how liberating that can feel, which again, when we feel free, when we feel liberated, that feels really good in sex. So our brain says, Ooh, that one time that my partner tied me down and flogged me, it was such a release for me. It felt so good. Let's do that again. So we start to build these pleasure pathways that are designed around increasing what feels really good yeah, and moving away. Yeah. So Cole's version on kinks for sure. So much of it is just about releasing the stuffiness and playing. Yes. And it feels, again, going back to do what feels good. It feels really good to play. Right. And again, regardless of where you're at in the world, the kink community is amazing and they are so welcoming and so wonderful a lot of the time. So do some research, see what's available in your area. Kink can seem really scary in the beginning when, when that's not your norm, like we talked about in the beginning of the episode, but when you start to do the research and start humanizing the people involved, it it can be just so much fun and yeah, a great way to incorporate play. And that's like, again, such a key thing Shauna and I want to achieve with this is like lift the veil, let's drop all the judgment and all the preconceived notions about everything. As long as everybody is safe and everything is consensual and the respect is there, do do it feels good. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head with the, the main components of kink for sure. Next up, what are the best toys for a pre-op trans man to be using for pleasure? Mm, I love this question. Um, And like I was telling you, I get this question more than you would realize. And the reasons are really because I think the automatic response when you hear this question is, well, obviously you would use the toy that goes with your body, right? Mm -hmm. But why this is such a relevant question is because for many of the trans individuals that I have worked with, and I will only speak to, to that experience of the privilege that I've had in working within this community, it's that sometimes gender dysphoria, especially preoperatively, mm-hmm. I've heard many individuals say that they, they feel very disconnected from their genitalia yeah. when their genitalia does not match the, the gender that they identify with. And that makes total sense. Like that, I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. There it is. Because if you're not connected to that and that doesn't feel right, that doesn't feel like what aligns with you, that totally makes sense. If there is shame associated with that body part, yeah, a lot of people just don't want to engage with it at all, right? There can be so much trauma itself in connecting with that body part. So first, I just, I really want to offer the biggest, warmest hug if this is something that you're dealing with. Because I also recognize that oftentimes sex toys are marketed in a certain way, right? 
So we have like sex toys for women, even on so many sites that we, you know, love or shop a lot of women, I'm using air quotes, a lot of toys designed for vulvas are pink or sparkly or all of these things. Which of course I love, but it doesn't have to (laughs) be like that. Everybody should be able to find something that resonates with them and is not gendered. Like you said, like, I feel like you really nailed that when we were speaking, you said, sex toys are not gendered. We gender them. And I was like, can I quote you on that? Like Shauna Burns Thompson, like it is so true. Why do we do that? I stole that statement from Carolyn Klein, Dr. Carolyn Klein through West Coast Center for Sex Therapy. I thought that was such a beautiful statement that she made (sighs) because it's right. Right. We look at it and we're like, okay, this is clearly designed for a quote unquote woman. This is very clearly designed for a quote unquote man. Right. So then we have this perceived notion that if I don't identify in that way, then I can't use it. So I'm here to really, if I can break down that stigma in any way, it's how can we learn to connect with the body we have, regardless of what that means to you, right? How do you, how do you target your pleasure in such a way that feels good to you? Fuck the marketing, Mm -hmm. right? Buy toys that bring you pleasure because your genitals do not create your gender. No, you do. You deserve pleasure regardless of the appendages on your body. Just get out there and find pleasure in such a way that feels good for you. Yes. And like, like literally, like Shauna said, fuck the marketing. Your body doesn't give a fuck about the marketing. Like go with what feels right for you and ignore all the fluff. Cause that I'm telling you, it is, it's just selling tactics or it's a way to appeal to a certain market it's so they make it all like what's our target market okay well obviously this means this and it's very categorized and very i say scientific but it is and that's not the way the body and sex works that is literally just companies wanting to make money i'm not saying that's a bad thing but it's the it's just the facts that's why we market things one so people are aware but also it's like how can i appeal to this type of individual so screw all that shit get what you like and see what feels good using the pleasure that that is at your fingertips literally yes if you have a clitoris the sole purpose of those ten thousand nerve endings in that clitoris the only purpose it has is for pleasure amen (laughs) right if you have a penis use that penis to bring you pleasure find ways to do it and if that really feels uncomfortable for you you don't want to connect to that area go to the other areas we've all got nipples nipple play you can have orgasms off of your nipples right yes you can go to, the neck. Go to again those inner thighs these so many different erogenous areas play with your senses really find the areas of your body that you feel connected to and then use toys that supplement that. And I will tell you right now so many of the quote unquote women's toys that we have, my husband uses just as much as I do. There right? you go. So we'll bring it into play as well. So just know that toys are interchangeable. Again, toys are not gendered. We gender them. So fuck, oh, fuck that. I Maybe love it. that. Alrighty. Our last Q&A question is, what is the best way to make the most out of a quickie? Oh, I love a good quickie. But I also recognize that bodies need to be warmed up before quickies can be enjoyable. And that looks different for everybody. A really great rule of thumb is foreplay starts the second you stop having 
sex the last I was time. I was waiting for you to say that. I thought of that the other day because I was just like, just those tiny little things that are like, ooh, but you're not fully like diving in. It is exactly what Sean is saying. It's like a little arousal and you can think of it maybe when the quickie's going down. It's like, oh, damn. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, stoke that fire, right? So maybe that's flirting. Maybe that's touching here and there. Just creating that sexual tension and sexual energy, keeping it going so that when you have those few minutes where you're trying to get a quickie in, you've already got some of the psychological arousal that's been building up. This is extremely important for individuals. We talk about, you know, spontaneous arousal and responsive arousal. So spontaneous, yeah, you know, we, we think of the stereotypical penis owner, sees some boobs, sees another cock, dick comes up, they're ready to go. So that would be your spontaneous arousal that just like body works. Okay, let's go. Responsive arousal means we need to be constantly responding to the warm up, right? Arousal and desire kind of play off of each other to, to get us in the mood. So when you're able to stoke that fire, you're able to keep things going. You can fall into that quickie a lot easier. My other big tip with that is use lube, right? Again, my tip for everything, <laughs> use a good quality Keep a good quality lube close by because what that means is you're able to moisturize. Nothing's worse than penetration when you're not fully lubricated. And lubrication can take time. Just because you're wet outside doesn't mean you're fully aroused. Preach. Like clap it, damn it, louder for the back. <laughs> yes. um, you like point of contention you want to make sure that there's lots of good lubrication not just externally but internally as well so that things are moving you're not getting friction finding Keep a great juicy. location but juicy always juicy <laughs> location so whether that's you know you're sneaking off into the bedroom or the bathroom while the kids are watching tv or wherever that is that you're having a quickie you want to be able to get in and get out fairly easily but also have it pleasurable yeah right? So another great way to make sure that, you know, quick and dirty is actually pleasurable is bringing in toys as well. Because again, anything with vibration is going to draw the blood to the area. It's going to amp up your arousal. It's going to amp up your pleasure. You're also more likely to have that enthusiastic response, right? It's going to draw an orgasm a little bit easier. Clitoral orgasms will always support internal orgasms as well. My favorite, 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 y'all know, um, bringing in the Wevi Melt for partner <laughs> yes. day, solo partner, amazing. And just works great because when I say zero to 60 in 30 seconds or less, it's going to get you there quick. And if you hold it onto the clip during insertion, your partner's going to feel that too, because he's going to get the, uh, the rumbly vibrations as yes. you orgasm. And a part of the warm-up could be using toys that you have, like couples toys that have the app enabled so that you can actually access it from your phone. So that can get that play going and build up that tension, even when you're not right together or you're not fully engaged at the time. WeVibe does a ton of awesome couples toys that way too. So highly recommend. Cool. Love it. So like I said, I mean, I have talked about the Levi Melt. I call it my unicorn. Yes. Um, I have tried to replace it with something different. I haven't quite gotten there yet. I've gotten close, but the Levi Melt, it's just my go-to. And thanks to our good friends over at intimatewellbeing.com who love us and love you and your listeners and all that you're doing as a way of celebrating Miss Kaylee's birthday month and Masturbation May and all of the fun things. I would love so much 
to give one lucky winner this week a unicorn bundle, which is a WeVibe melt and a bottle of Okanagan Joy, my two absolute favorite products. Um, oh, that's the per there's a reason she's calling it the unicorn bundle. That's like the two products Shauna probably talks about the most together. Anything ever. Yeah. So this is like a $250 bundle, uh, roughly 200, 250. So really amazing deal. And like I said, our friends over at Intimate Wellbeing are just amazing. They were all about supporting us for this. So a huge shout out to them. Huge thank you to them. Yes. Um, and on top of, well, everyone also knows I love unicorns and magic and everything. So this is just perfect. It all aligns. I told you it was going to be extra sparkly this month. So for me, guess what? I got more mugs. So we'll have a tea with KG sparkly pink mug i'm obsessed with it i already have one and i use it all the time dishwasher safe which is win for me obviously microwave safe because i heat my coffee up ten thousand times a day so we had to make sure all those specs were checked so you're gonna get that and of course you're gonna get a little baby rose quartz to take with you throughout your day like shauna said though if you're interested in those wands i'm like what tell me more so also go check out the website. And again, huge, huge, huge thank you for just coming here and doing such an amazing giveaway for us. And again, thank you to all the listeners and supporters. Like it really has been such a fun series for us to be doing together. And there's been just so much great feedback and we want to just express our sparkle and our gratitude to you. So we're giving you all the unicorn magic and i'm just so excited i can't wait to see who the winner is of this one this is like our big big giveaway so that's what you can win now you're like okay how do i get it tell me more to keep on theme with our sparkle you know our tagline it's we're here to spread the sparkle so what you're gonna do you can message myself and shauna both it doesn't matter one or the other either way if i get messages we're gonna compile them together so message here to spread the sparkle that's all you gotta say here to spread the sparkle and you will be entered into the giveaway so shauna she can show our products that she's giving again the mug and the rose quartz from me looks amazing so we got some nice lube and an amazing <laughs> the amazing unicorn vibrator <laughs> <laughs> I melt. It is a clitoral stimulator. So it's got air pulsing uh, technology. It goes around the clitoris, two buttons, waterproof. Take it in the shower, take it in the tub, take it with you on the go. Uh, border security loves this from what I've seen <laughs> as I travel. Amazing. Easy to clean. Body safe. Amazing. It's just, I, I can't, I can't. 11 out of 10. It. Yes. 11. <laughs> And the lube is a water-based lube, correct? The water-based lube. So that means that you can actually use it with your toys. Because again, as we mentioned during the toy episode, you don't want to use a silicone lube with a silicone toy because it can actually uh, interfere with the quality of your toy. It can cause the silicone to break down. So water-based lube, it's body safe for even sensitive vulvas, sensitive penises, anuses, pop it in the mouth, wherever you need a little bit of lube, it is good to go. Got glacier water in it. It's vegan friendly. It's gluten-free. It is just magical. And it's this cute little like nice glass container. It doesn't come with extra packaging. So they tried their very best to make it as sustainable as possible. And it's got a cute little cap too. So you can travel with it without it actually getting gross. And it's a pump top. I don't know if you've ever tried to use a screw top when you've got, you know, body fluid and lube <laughs> on your hand. Nobody wants to be doing that. So a pump is fantastic. Love that. And love the sustainability. 
Okanagan, BC. So it is local. We love, love, love local products, even more so when they are women run companies that put their heart and soul into their products. This product was created for a need for uh, Volvo owners to have accessibility. Their entire website was so that, you know, people felt safe to go and buy their toys, to buy their products. All of their toys are high end that are like safe, body safe, good quality, all of the things. Yeah. They just want a place where people can go and reduce the shame, reduce the stigma, get educated. They offer free seminars all the time. I'm hosting one May in just a couple of days on reducing shame, totally free. May 18th. Okay. And where do they go? Intimatewellbeing.com? Wellbeing.com. You go under seminars. They host a few a month, totally free. Usually there's some goodies that you can get your hands on for being there. My discount is always welcome at the site. So code Fraser Valley Sex Therapist on all orders over $69, you get 20% off, which is fantastic. Yeah, it is. Amazing. That's a wicked discount. Oh, yes. And it's just all the support. And again, we love local. And like to support, I don't, again, I, like I know bigger companies have real people, but like to me, I'm like, when I know the people who put their heart and soul into it, it just, fills me with joy. And I think too, Shauna and I, we both have the entrepreneurial spirit. So we know how much that actually means when someone supports you in whichever way they choose to support you. It, it literally, it's like you do a little happy dance, do your sexy dance in this case. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. So for that giveaway, message myself or Shauna here to spread the sparkle. You have until June 1st to enter. So there's lots of time. You've got a few weeks to get in there. Listen to the episode. Share this episode with your friends or anyone who you think may benefit. And we just want to spread the love to as much people and as possible. you can all benefit. Yes, Everyone absolutely. That's right. And the more people who get the opportunity to win these beautiful products, the better. So share away because we want to spread the love and also give people awesome information from this Q&A. And thank you to you listeners and viewers for submitting your questions. Like that means so much to us. We wouldn't be able to create this content without your questions. So we really appreciate you being, well, some people don't have any problems talking about it, but if you are a bit more shy and you were brave and you messaged Shauna or myself, Thank you. And look at you go being empowered and finding out more information. That's what's up. And no, like Kaylee said, we do our little happy dance, right? Like it is so humbling for me. It is such an honor for me when you reach out and you trust me with your questions. You trust me to help you find the answers. And like I said, I will be the first if I don't know to say I don't know, but I will help find those answers for you just so that we can break down these walls and have better conversations, lessen the orgasm gap for vulva owners, because we need to increase that as well. And just really start coming into our power, calling that back, coming home to our bodies and just getting fucking laid. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I feel like this is just like, let's tell the masses. Blowjobs can change the world. Find your empowerment and get fucking laid. Love, love, love. Alrighty. Well, we are going to call our tea time on our Sex with Shauna episode today. I want to thank you, Shauna, as always, for coming into the space and just sharing your beautiful soul, your knowledge, everything. I appreciate it so much. And I'm just so grateful to be on this journey with you and to be breaking down the barriers. It's amazing. So I appreciate you so, so much. 
you. I appreciate you so much for having me and for everyone who reached out. Thank you. Thank you a million times. Thank you. Uh, and please continue to do that. Continue to touch base. I am over on Facebook and Instagram at Fraser Valley Sex Therapist. Uh, on Instagram, all one word, Fraser Valley Sex Therapist. I, like I mentioned earlier, I am teaching a seminar on releasing guilt and shame, coming into your body, finding sexual pleasure over at intimatewellbeing.com on May 18th. That is like a Zoom call. So you just go on and register for that. If you register, they will also send you a recording afterwards. So if you're not in the time zone, it is at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time that evening. But if you're not in that time zone, you will get the playback afterwards. There's Perfect. some goodies there that you can get your hands on too. Again, link in my bio uh, or send me a message if you're interested in signing up for my free masturbation May. I know we're already going to be halfway through May when the time comes, but I'm happy to send you along the information afterwards right? too. So that Never too late to masturbate. <laughs> Again, all about coming into your body and just finding your own pleasure, releasing the expectations from other people. That's so, so important to me. And then one quick, I mean, side note sale. I'm plugging intimatewellbeing.com like crazy today, but, but we um, love them right so now, much. Um, they are, they are the best. I wish you could, we're going to meet them. You and I are going to road trip up to the Okanagan. Have to. They have a huge sale on right now until the end of May, again, to celebrate masturbation May on all of their Levi products, their buy one, get one half price. So that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing sale. So my discount code will not work in conjunction with the buy one, get one half price, but it will work on everything else. So if you decide to just get like one toy or you, however you decide to do it, use code Fraser Valley sex therapist for 20% off everything. But if you're buying two Levive toys, use their code. Cause you're going to get a better deal that way. Yeah. Buy one, get one half price. And they'll just Amazing. be so happy that you get an opportunity to leave a note, leave them a note and tell them they're awesome because Cass and Leah are just angels on this world. They're wonderful. Earth angels. I love that. Oh my God. Amazing. So definitely do not miss out on that sale. And it's, it's all month long. That's amazing. Like not all companies do that. Yeah. That's incredible. So shout out to them for like, actually like loving on like that. You can tell they love what they do. They love their customers. They love the people that work with them. Like Shauna, like they are so, it's such a beautiful energy and so generous. And like, it's what our world should be like. Like when I think of what's good in this world, it's like that kind of energy, just that genuine gratitude and wanting to help people. Like that's what's up. Absolutely. And I think it's just so important that we continue to build our circles of like-minded individuals one voice might not change the world, but when we come together, our voice becomes a roar, becomes a howl, and we, we've got this, right? We're going to so, go howl at the moon. Let's do it. <laughs> thank you, everyone. I appreciate all of you so much. Yay. All right. So Shauna has let us know Fraser Valley Sex Therapist, Instagram, Facebook. You can message her on either of those platforms. Make sure you give her a follow if you haven't already. And you can also message me for the giveaway if you want. It doesn't matter. Either way, we are going to get together and figure out who the winner is. So the Tea with KG, Instagram, Facebook, same thing. I definitely check Instagram more. So 
that's probably the better way to get to me. And yeah, make sure you message either one of us with here to spread the sparkle and you could win the beautiful magical sparkly unicorn bundle. That is the giveaway of the century. Let's be real. <laughs> Who does not want in on this giveaway? So make sure you message either of us before June 1st. And again, just expressing my gratitude to all of you. This ripple effect of energy, like I just felt it so deep in my heart right there. It was like, whew, my heart just went boop. So that's a beautiful thing. I will wish you love and light as you take on this day and we will see you next week. Oh, 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 oh.